Welcome to this week's episode, brought to you every week by SeedGolf.com. Try them today. You won't look back. Also sponsored by DrewsGolf.com, the apparel. Get yourself a discount code available on my Instagram story. There's always a deal on. Why look for another deal when it's already discounted? Two great brands and big supporters of the podcast. I'm here live. Um, well, live this morning. The podcast is live. It's obviously pre-recorded. But I'm sitting down in Mount Juliet Estate. And if anybody here remembers back... There's normally some background noise I have to deal with. Uh, background is chatting with Matt Sandrock in round one. It was a pesky um, uh, uh, fellow with a streamer. Or no, it was like um, he was blowing a leaf blower around. Today, I have a new best friend, and it's a crow in the trees above the, the terrace here that looks out onto the lovely range, which uh, I now know is a replicant, uh, replication, a replica of the range in Augusta National, designed by Palm Guinea, I believe. But yeah, this week's show is um, well, it's a different kind of a, uh, a segment. I'm going to try to bring the listeners more into the show. So uh, I asked a few questions on Instagram and Twitter. So uh, obviously, it being open week, it was um, it was who, who's your pick for the open? So we're going to do a mailbag section, and then we're going to dig into the episode, an open preview with the statistician himself. I follow the tours, but he analyzes the tours as Mark Fox or at the plug line on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, let's get stuck in. Roll it there. Kill it. We're talking about practice. Joe Bradley told us the production line was finished in Kerry. Well, Joe Bradley, what did he get at? Donald Donovan is the last quarterback. He hits it. He hits it. It's over the bar. Oh, holy Moses. It's all on this. Is um, 
very much a look of the bounce and it's kind of like a crazy golf course. We thought Lewinsky was crazy. The Irish Open a couple of years ago with blind shots, but apparently I've never played it. Now, maybe I'm asking for the greens out there in a minute. Um, but yeah, well, it turns out is you, you take the rub of the green and the bounce of the ball here and uh, you can get up, end up in some dodgy, dodgy positions apparently. So yeah, definitely strokes gained off the tee. Might be more in play this, this week rather than um, strokes gained in approach play. Uh, but then again, strokes gained approach play generally tends to win the tournament uh, if you can put out well. But your boy is Yates Francis Garcia and an outside bet of Stuart Sink. That's a, that's a doozy. So we're going to flip over now and we're going to give Matt Fox a call. So in three, two, one. And um, I'll be honest with you, just a, a lot of my friends are kind of half interested in golf but wouldn't follow it that much. And I used to always be sending messages all that. Did you hear this? Did you hear that? Um, and then I was like, oh, fuck, I'm <laughs> I fed up sending it to 10 or 12 different groups. So I'll go and I'll They're just right. uh, make an Instagram page. They're so right. um, it's a good, like, I think it's similar enough to yourself. Just have, have a big interest in Irish golf and the golf courses that are around. Uh, I play a lot of golf myself. Not that good at it, but I play a lot. I mean, like myself, not that good. Talk, talk, talk a good game, dress a good game, but just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's embarrassing when I go out and someone's like, Jay, you must be good. <laughs> they see me the first team and they're like, oh, no, you're not. <laughs> oh, stop. I rocked up to Lynch a couple of weeks ago. Like, I know I know Grealish party quite well since we were like in our teenage years. And like, he's. he's Second only to to the head greenkeeper there now, but I rocked up, of course. You know, I um, I look in the mirror before I head out. Let's, let's just put it that way. And I was on the road yeah. and he goes, "Well, Jesus, you're dressed to play anyway." And it's like, well, like you talk out for a football and hurling. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? It's not plus fours or anything. So I mean, I don't, I don't go completely mad, but um, yeah, I know. Yeah, I actually I played Nigeria there um three weeks ago, the week forty hours. Good timing. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was incredible. I, I love the course. It's one of my favourites by far. Yeah, I played it once, and it was in like um, a corporate day, so it was like off the almost the, the tees. <laughs> you know, they went easy on us yeah, years ago. So for I'm sure. To, look, the the grandstands are still being taken down here, so that that's that's a part something something you never really see is is the work that goes on the weeks afterwards to deconstruct an event, which is. Some, yeah. Some, if, if, you're, if you're interested in how things are built, you might be interested in how they're taken apart. That's a, that's a bit about me. But um, yeah. this is open week, and this is the reason for our conversation, so thank you. And while I might follow the tours and the players, and more so the equipment, because I, I love how shit works, so like the, the equipment and the tech, I'm not really big on the statistics. So when, when it comes around to majors, I look a bit, but I've been fo- I'm tending to follow a couple of people. One is Connor Dolan. Because uh, he actually does a, yeah. a sweepstakes now, and yourself, especially the, with the yeah. last four majors, I've kind of come across your page and um, very, very interesting reading. So um, I suppose we, we've set no real agenda, Mark. This is welcome to the Paddy Talks podcast, professionally unprofessional. Um, <laughs> no agenda, no expectation. Let's just let's just have a chat because you, you have all you have all the data by Jesus. So um, in terms of well, like who who are the picks? Who are people talking about? Um, why? Let's let's talk about John Ram for a second. Why will John Ram not win? <laughs> because I think he's everything got going for him, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. And the um, person that you asked me yesterday came in. You shot says John Ram, John Ram win one. And I suppose it's a question in everybody's mind. Everybody's mind. Um, but he, he's been he's been incredible. We've seen him at the U.S. Open. Obviously, Tory Pines is a good spot for him to win. Um, I heard actually a guy on I think it was a Noel Lay and Up podcast mentioned that 
if it was anywhere else in 20 points, he probably wouldn't have won the US Open. But I, I disagree. Uh, he's been just quite a incredible dubious comment. That. Quite a dubious comment. I know. <laughs> I know. And they actually they only raised it this week um, a month afterwards. So they're they're having a good go at each other. But uh, yeah, like he's a he's a shoe in. He's Ryder Cup year. Uh, he's going to be a future Ryder Cup captain. He's everything going for him. He has a great and. Similar enough to DJ's run back in kind of October, November, but I don't know why. I just think he is a bit more, um, a bit more, a bit more biting on than DJ. I don't ever see him just fading off or playing really bad. And the thing is, as well, he would have won last week at the Aberdeen Scottish Open, only for the fact that his putter went a little bit cold. And the putter, like, but T's green play has been insane over phenomenal. the last. It's been phenomenal over the last three and, months, and, and he likes the links course. You know, double Irish Open champion on some on some links courses with blind shots on both. So, um, yeah, sandwich on yeah. Royal St George's. I definitely is right up his alley. The, we have the usual candidates: Brooks Kepka. I don't know. Is he off the boil? Like, is he on one and a half knees? Does he have two knees? Um, Xander's always there, but like, we're looking for a weekend golfer, and, and like, I, Xander's one of my favourite players on tour, and he's a lot of people shouts, and I think kind of like John Ram. A little bit in terms of, I think once he wins, the floodgates will open, right? What, what's your thoughts on Xander this week? Yeah, Xander's Zand- this sort of player that, he's a bit like Brooks, he pops up a lot for the majors. And um, I know he, he is like, what's it, four or four top five finishes in US Opens in a row now. And um, finished T41 at the Open Championship in, um, in 2019, but finished second the year before that. So, yeah, he, he pops for majors. Like the US Open, he finished 11th. The PGA, he had a missed cut, but he also finished T11 at Memorial. So that's three starts out of 7th, 11th, and missed cut. I, I, I do really like him. Um, I, have a, I have a fear for him. I think that, that come Sunday, he tends to fade off, and it's a lot of people's fears. Like we saw him at the Masters. He got back within around two shots of Hideki, and then he puts it in the water on 16. So. I like him. I think for the first uh, for the first sixty three holes, he's brilliant. And then the last nine, I just I don't like him as much. So if there's a competition for the first sixty three holes, I'd be all over him. But um, now listen, the stats the stats show that he's been incredible. Tee green and strokes in total over the last three months. But uh, the one thing the stats won't show you is his mental fortitude to get through those last nine holes on Sunday. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. And that's kind of, seems to be a running with himself and Justin Thomas and Spieth and our own um, our own Seamus Power in recent weeks as well. Actually, the the, the last nine when when it really came down to the the cut and so of it with, with the kind of struggle. But Phil Mickelson didn't win a major for Jesus a decade longer and was in was yeah. Mister Second Place and and he's he's a Hall of Fame career but with six majors now maybe seven. So. Um, Oh, that's, yeah. what, that's why I reckon you know, Xander's like a, a modern day Phil I'll buy it the other way around the, the, only, the only thing was about that is and Phil has won a major before he knows he can do and he has that belief within himself and John Hans spoke about this a lot after his PGA Championship or after the US Open that um, it's more so the relief that there was always an expectancy on him to win and when was he going to win but the pressure was kind of growing and growing and he, had, he was the top ranked player in the world with every major um, and now he's done that so he has the belief within himself Xander just hasn't done that yet, um, and that, that's where it gets that's where it gets difficult. It's you can have the belief, you can have all the belief in the world, but 
he can't actually say, oh, I've gone and done this or I've proven to myself, I've proven to others. So I, I get what you're saying. Phil didn't win in a long, long time, but he had still won before and he knew that he had it within himself. Not true. And, and speaking of people who pop up in majors, but not, not necessarily majors, but the Open. And the fact you'd always fancy that once he's in contention, Jesus, he'll give it a good go, is Leishman, Mark Leishman. What, what do you think about him? Because he's, he's always at good odds. And I'm, I'm a fan of low money, high odds. You know, big returns. <laughs> I have a mortgage. Yeah, you know? I know. Spot the guy with a mortgage and a couple of kids. No 100 quid bets here. But maybe 10, <laughs> 10 bits of, of a tenner. You know, Mark Leishman. Yeah, what was he this week? I think he's 50s. I think he's, I think he's 50s. Around, yeah, yeah, 50 to 1. But like, he doesn't really do, like, the last couple of years, miss, he's missed, I believe he's missed a lot of custom majors, I believe because I've been tracking your Instagram, right? Yeah. <laughs> and screenshotting <laughs> before I go into the bookies later on. But like, last five out of nine majors, but at the Open. Like, he likes the Open. Tight, tight fifth, tight second, tight sixth. There's a loose 53rd in there, but... Yeah, I, yeah. I, I fancy the guy. Yeah, and he likes difficult golf courses. He loves sawgrass, for example. You know. Yeah, no, I, I understand. Um, my my biggest fear is just he missed the cut in twenty nineteen. He finished sixtieth in twenty eighteen. Um, and between twenty fourteen and twenty seventeen, like you mentioned, three top tens, which is phenomenal. Uh, but major championships to me, young is unique, obviously, because it's only links to course. It's a completely different setup, but. Uh, majors are majors you're competing against the best players in the world there's a lot of pressure on you for the week and he missed a pole fighter at nine majors um, which doesn't bode well for him but it's not just so last last three months his speed replay his approach play and his around the green play he's been ranked 98 or worse in all three of those categories I think off the top of my head when I was looking this off yesterday he was 11th in putting, so the port has been the port has been going well for him. But uh, I know there's a lot of interest around this week. I've heard, I've seen things around people mentioning him and looking at a 50 to one number. But me personally, uh, I think it's good value. But I don't think I'd be on him this week. But I can understand why people won't go on him. I won't hold it that. against you. I won't hold it against you. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. <I'm> like, <laughs> I, th- uh, I think the Open this year, where it is, and on weather dependent as an Open always is, it could be a case where someone goes spectacularly low on Saturday, like Shane did two years ago, and just holds on on Sunday. Someone who likes to go low, and someone who is partial to a links course and goes, because he went low on the hinge on the Saturday and the Sunday, is Rafa Cabrera Bayo, and he always pops up when people think majors, yeah. and always kind of in the Masters and the Open, you know? What what are your what's your verdict on on Rafa? Oh, because up until recently he had an Irish caddy as well, so we had an influence there as a country on him, <laughs> you might say. Is this on the, the Rafa? Yeah, Mister Bale. Oh yeah, uh, I I mean this is the thing, okay? I got those numbers and I was like, I don't know, this this doesn't seem right. Um, but like, exactly what you're saying there, he just seems to pop. And he has one or two really good rounds um, every so often. And for some reason, I just feel that I just, I trust Spanish players a lot at the Open Championship. I've nothing to back that up. I just think that they play in Spain, they play in firm, fast courses a lot of time. It's coming alongside the sea. Um, and when they get to an Open Championship, and there used to be these kind of humps and bumps around the green and the, the windy conditions, that's where they really thrive. 
So I, I can see Rafa. I'm I'm actually quite a fan of him this week. Um, 125 to one, two and have this way. I think it's definitely worth the points. But uh, in terms of is he going to win? He's just three last of his last five cuts, um, which probably isn't voting the best for him. And 2021 hasn't been so great so far. Now he's notable. Do you give any um, what's the word credence? I'm trying to work on my TSRs for this podcast um, <laughs> in terms of who plays with who. You know, no way they call it, have they put um, Brooks with Bryson. Um, and there's an Irish journalist very occasionally called Bryson Brooks yesterday. Did you see that? He's like, on, yeah. on, on Zoom, hey Brooks. Um, <laughs> he'll never get a Zoom call again. Um, I'm just looking at the pairings and we've Rory Reid and Cam Smith Rory gets on with Patrick Reed, so like, and no one like Rory's under the under the breeze here for a second, and we'll come back to him in a minute. But um, we've mentioned the three of them. Well, two of the three: Ram, Laurian, and and Louis Eustace are, are playing for the first two days. And if they get going, you know how you like vibe off somebody else. Like Ram and Lowry yeah. get on great. Louis Eustace is a scream. So I reckon they'll have a really good time for two days, and that, that, you know I think. Could be worth a punt on all three guys because you know, re- returning champion, um, bridesmaid, and you know, John Ram. Uh, what do you think about that in terms of who plays with who? If people want to go through the pairings in their own time and select, actually, yeah, they might go on a on a heater for a couple of days because they get on. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I, I definitely, um, I definitely do see that, and I have heard in the past that people have been have openly come out and say, oh, I'm happy to play with him on Sunday. Um, because I've got friends, so Jordan Speak and Justin Thomas are competing. Uh, it just makes the first tee a lot less awkward. Um, so I, I definitely think it's something to go by. And we've seen it over the years when people have paired with Tiger that it's just the, the fear factor kicked in of thousands of people following them. Um, I think actually one, one of the best examples was in 20, at the 2019 Masters, Tiger is arrives in the first heat with Tony Finau on the first on the final round on Sunday and Tony comes out afterwards and says Tiger did not say one word and they got their first lead to part three and Tony goes to Tiger hey Tiger how are the kids keeping and Tiger just looks up and he says fine that's, yeah, that's yeah, the only I word that that, I heard that one that's like, the hey, only hey, word he said for this entire day <laughs> so if I'm even if I'm going to say in a captain's drive and I don't know the people, I'm I'm kind of nervous. So, uh, like I can only imagine these guys. And so if, if you're getting along well with your parents, um, it's definitely it's a huge thing. And if you have Ram, Larry, and New Space and reviving off each other, and they all someone makes a birdie and the next person makes a birdie, all of a sudden you're starting to get into that groove and the the hole just seems a little bit bigger. So I I do think I. A bit of credence to it. I don't look into it a lot all the time, but I think definitely there's some confidence. Uh, what do you think? Ah, oh, definitely. Like there's there's some people I know I avoid on the fucking timesheet. <laughs> 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 you know, I'm like, oh no, I know, exactly. no, no, no. I'll go out. I'll go out three hours later. Thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I know. No, we're we're all friends. Um, yeah. Rory McIlroy. So he says the opening really affect him. A um, couple of years ago, um, he was nearly at tears in that presser, if I remember rightly. But then he said he had a couple of million reasons a few weeks later when he won like the <laughs> <laughs> he won the FedEx Cup. But still, this is his first time back to the Open, when, and I think that kind of spurred him on to to really improve. 
and, and really take things maybe a bit more seriously and, and there's been a child in between and that does great things for the mental health believe it or not but um, Rory McIlroy is he going to go out and have a statement week he's there he's, he's been there a week at this stage I think I know um, oh listen I, I his form in open championships is incredible uh, apart from and I know I put this up on the Instagram page yesterday the first 20 minutes at Fort Rush like he's 2, 4, 5 um, in 1870 and 16 second, 4th and 5th and then a missed cut uh, at Fort Rush now, the thing is on the Friday at Fort Rush he actually kicked back a lot he came back firing um, I can't remember what his closing range was but he just hit into the bunker on the 17th or 18th hole and put he, I think he couldn't get up and down. I don't say he just missed the chip out of the bunker. Like, Roy's the sort of player that I just, I'm on defense about. He could come out and he could have an incredible week. I think his new coach has done a lot of good work with him. And he won as well, Sargo. But yeah, what's, what's his number this week? I, mean, I, I haven't even yeah. looked. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I download the Paddy Power app like three times a year. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get rid of it. Um, I don't bet in the I don't bet in the VGA because that's complete random, if you ask me. But um, I don't know his number. It'll be low. But I think everyone gets frustrated with Rory McIlroy because we've such high expectations of him. But I look at it like this: Rory's average day on the course in a tournament is like top five, top ten in the world. So like you don't, it's only really subtle things, and it's you know one or two putts dropping on a Thursday, maybe on a Saturday, and that's the difference, you know, at his level. Um, that's my yeah. take, that's my take on Macro, I'd say. Like, I never bet against him. I always put something on him. He's always there to win, because um, I've such um, low bet in the first place. But, um, yeah, we'll talk. That's, yeah, that's go ahead. The thing. Sorry, that's the thing, is that you never bet against my matchups. Um, but I've just quickly looked it up here. Like he's 18 strokes getting PD rating over the last three months, and three months, three months is a nice kind of um, time span. That like the place of the is on because it just shows who's in form at the moment. So he's 18 in the green, 19 in approach in the green, but he's 88 in putting, um, which is just <laughs> it's it's really poor for a player like himself. And last year he actually got he got quite hot with the putter at some stages and. The new spider putter came out and he became he became a lot more reliable, but if he's a putt from eight feet, I think what's the chance of that going in? It's, or six feet is like fifty percent or something. I don't expect Roy to make that. Uh, and it's not that I don't expect him, but I just have a lot of uncertainty when he's standing over. That's just that's just what I think. Yeah, so we, we will be watching um, the length of putts that drop for him over the first couple of days because um, we, might, we might go heavy on him then on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, oh, An extra fiver. Another, <laughs> yeah, another really tough match with Patrick Reed and they, I don't know, 10,000 quid on it between them and they go right or cup in the third this month. That'd be, that'd be pretty entertaining. But maybe that'll start to attack them. That'd be pretty good. One more man we'll talk about, then we're going to picks, right? Brooks Kepka, top 15 in the last, you know, top 15 on the final leaderboard in 17 of his last 21 majors, bearing in mind for two of them he was broken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you that's another man you just can't bet against it, right? He hates everyone, he doesn't care. Ah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, can't bet against someone. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like what's going on between him and Bryson. At the moment, I think it's... That's not real. My take on that is it's, it's not real. 
it's for the it's for the influencer fund. That's the, that I, that's I truly believe that's what it's for. That the whole Bryson V Brooks is purely for that twenty million pot of like who has the most, who has the biggest reach and the most mentions and all that numbers game. I completely believe that it is, and I think they're in their own little WhatsApp group themselves laughing, laughing at everybody, at every reaction. The way Bryson jumped up, remember the was it the US Open? Bryson jumped yeah. up over the hoarding and behind um, Brooks Koepka's interview. Like, come on, if that's not taking the piss, that's not serious. No way. If it was serious, they'd be in a car park somewhere. You know? Yeah, I know. I think it's um, I, I yeah, I actually debated the exact same thing in my head. Was it was it uh, was it a joke at the start, and it maybe got a little bit too serious and got way too much traction, and now they can't live it down. And they have to pretend like it's actually real. Um, it's, 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 it's like a lie that. that you can't get out of. Do you know what I mean? Do you know yeah, like exactly. when, you're, when you're eight and you say you're going to the playground, but you actually go do something else and you come back to your mother and you're like, you weren't at the playground, were you? And you, you, you go on for like four days about you're actually there. <laughs> <laughs> Except this time it's, it's two professional athletes and it's like, you know, they have to, to keep up this facade that they hate each other. You know, I think it's yeah. hilarious. But, yeah. Um, um, but like, yeah, again, to the goal. Kepka is incredible for majors. Um, I know by the whole persona of he doesn't care about anything left the major because he comes out after a missed call at a PGA Tour event um, saying he doesn't care. But then he wears the waste management Phoenix Open earlier this season and he's fist bumping like crazy. So I don't agree with that. But in terms of majors, his his mentality of just I have to go out and there's maybe 10 people that have to be is something that we haven't heard before. Maybe Tyler caught it in the past. Um, Similar to McElroy, if the putter gets going, um, like his strokes gain number over the last three months uh insane. Fifth off the tee, tenth in approach, fourth tee to green. But then the putter, he's 111. Um, so, listen, he gets he gets to an open championship. The greens are a lot more curvy. There's a bit more emphasis played in short game because uh, these, are, these are some of the hardest plays in regulation to hit in the past. Um, so, yeah, like, and I, I'm I'm on it. I I big time. I don't see how you could bet against him. Um, it's probably to me. It's between him and John Ram. I don't see <laughs> I don't see anybody else that really. It's so much of a certain within the top twenty to one range that to get the victory this week. Not fair. And like that little point about greens of regulation, that's why like, I'm not going to spend too much time on um, on muscles uh, on Bryson because um, unless he starts gouging it close, gouging it out closer to the hole, uh, I'm not going to count him in. Because yeah. distance doesn't pay in on links. It might in, in those manicured fairways in the States where the rough isn't rough, but on links, distance doesn't matter. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Um, just to mention quickly, like, wing foot, the wing foot points. It's just that the rough is unbearably long. You won't lose a ball. Here, you're going in best you where it's two, three foot high, and you're trying to get it down. I don't care what sort of speed you have. You're just hacking into a fairway, so... I, I think it's like odds of two to one or something to miss the cut. Um, if I was looking for a short bet. Oh, I'd fancy that. Oh, give me that one. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And he got you candy last week. Yeah, it's, so, it's, yeah, it's a bit strange. Like, like he's a bit strange. Um, like, love him and hate him, you know. He's marmite. Sometimes, you know, I, I, I really enjoy him and, and his game. But, you know, and, and the amount of work he puts in on the other side, it's just, he's just, he's from a different planet. But anyway, um, someone who's from our planet, um, and they were going to picks, 
um, because uh, you have a day job to get to, I have a tea time to get to, right? Um, starkly, starkly different today. But um, Shane, Shane Lowry, will he retain? I think it's one of his best years on tour. What are your thoughts, Mr. Lowry, back to back? Yeah, completely agree. Um, one of his best years on tour by far, and it's a Ryder Cup year. Um, we, when we look at his Open Championship record, it's kind of hit or miss. It's patchy at best. It's patchy at best. Miss cut, miss cut, yeah. miss cut one. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. I've never seen that. Sorry, like miss cut, miss cut, miss cut, miss cut one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could not believe when he won in 2018 because I remember being at work that day and one of the people said to me, oh, I put money on Shane Larry. And I thought that was just the worst thing I'd ever heard. I'm cheering for him, I'm rooting that for him. But to me, it was just dead money. And then he finishes first. This year, I think he's right at home, like I mentioned. He finished sixth at Memorial, he finished fourth at PGA. T65 at the US Open, but um, I think Harrington has kind of treated that once or twice that he will be picked, and he doesn't see how Larry won't be picked, um, which I think might have taken a lot of pressure off him. Harrington came out and said it maybe two he months did, ago. Yeah, he did, yeah, I, don't, I think that's, um, that's a no-brainer, whether even if he plays his way in or, or doesn't, um, he, he's going to play there. Um, speaking of uh, Mount Judah, because I'm here today, I don't know if I can say that enough, really. Um, I love the place. <laughs> but um, he played the Irish Open here. That was his last tournament. Bogey free 66 on the last. That was his last start. But since then, um, he's had like a, a, a whistle-stop tour of like the best links courses in Ireland. He played Port Marnock the I day know. after. He was down on the Hinch on the Wednesday. Uh, I think he played uh, County Loud as well, I think. Um, he surely popped up to Portrush just for one more round uh, with the Claren Jug in tow, Claren Jug in tow before hitting over. But um, he's, he's done his fair level of practice, you know? Yeah. I uh, know, definitely. Yeah. I think, I actually, I, I personally didn't really want him to go to Aberdeen to play the Scottish Open. Um, I would have, because there's going to be a lot of pressure right now this week as the, as the owner of the carriage job. Um I just like the fact that he took it at home, he went play a few different courses. Um and he just he took it easy. So it was a nice relaxing week for him, I presume, with his team, his family around him. And he should be ready to go this week. I saw him hand back there at Barrett Joe on Tuesday. So this this will be I think this will be a really good week for him. And like you mentioned, it's been one of his best years in PJ Tour. Didn't like him at the start of the season. I thought he was pretty poor to start twenty twenty one but He's really coming to his own there the last few weeks. Oh, bang on, bang on. Okay, uh, we'll do our picks, and then you're going to give me your walk-on song, and we'll write out the podcast on that, because we only have a couple <laughs> minutes left. Okay, I'll go with my picks, and you play devil's advocate, right? Um, my So, one to win, and two each way. That's where I'm going to go. Yeah. I don't care about the odds, I haven't really checked. Um, Roy McIlroy to win. Tenor. And then I'm going to go Tom Lewis each way that was me who messaged you about Tom Lewis he beat Eddie Pepper yeah. here like under 15s or something 5 and 4 uh, This, I think this was the Open that he led the Open after a couple of rounds as, um, as an amateur as a new pro I think and um, and he's trending up he's like I follow him avidly on, on Instagram bit, bit of a stalker that way me but um, he puts an, an, an enormity of work in and he is trending up and the putter is getting hotter so I fancy Tom Lewis each way and the third person and this is like a massive shout into the dark. He won on the Challenge Tour last week. I've been tracking him for about 10 years. He used to be on tour, was fiery, was like broke clubs and everything. Would whiff a chip, 
break the club, take out another club, hold the second ship for power. Um, he lost his card, I think, about 10 years ago, German. Uh, one last week to retain his European Tour card for next year. Um, very emotional. Uh, is going to finish out the year on the Challenge Tour because that job isn't done yet, he believes. He can, he can get right up there because you'll get better status depending where you finish top 10 or top 5. You get more European Tour starts, basically. And um, the only reason the, and I'll tell you his name in a minute, you might have guessed who it is. The only reason he's playing the Open this week is because should he make the cut, and he's positive, he's, he's not positive, but he's pretty confident he will, he's only playing because 10% of the winnings are then recognised for the Challenge Tour um, uh, rankings. And that is why this man is still playing for his life, and it's Marcel Seam. Each way. That'd be big odds. They'd be like fighting the five, surely in the 500s, but they're my three picks. Feedback? <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, see them. I lost them up this morning, four hundred to one. Uh, I got a lot. No, I, I like it. I like it. Two first. euro each way. <laughs> Two euro each way gets me like a grand. That's my. That's my entire bet. Yeah, I don't know. I, I understand. Um, I was talking about here. He's oh, crazy. Yeah, I, I like you mentioned. He's or uh, challenge to her. Um, maybe fighting for his card a lot. And we have seen people come up in the past, and I suppose it's good that he's playing in the Open Championship because it's a bit more of a, a toss-up. So it's not your typical parkland. Yeah, and and this particular course um, as well is like it's a fan of like first-timer wins. You know, was it Ben? Um, oh, like years and years ago, um, Ben Curtis was that here, and then Darren Clark was here. Um, so you know, I'm I'm selling it to myself. You know, but uh, I believe I, 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 I completely agree, and. I read just array that the King of Stats on Twitter and um, tweeted out that since overall World Golf Rankings began, there's only been something like four winners um, of a major championship from outside top 100 in the world. Two of them have come at Royal St. George's, which is an incredible stat considering it's only Boom. the Open have Boom. been held at the Open <laughs> Championship. So, hey, listen, if, I, 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 said it, I know I said it this morning. Wins, I will post a match. Or if he places top 10, I will post a match with Keychain down to you. From yeah, I'll, I'll give you my address now. It's uh, nice, clear. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get me. In the... <laughs> what, are, what, are your three, what are your three picks there? Yeah, so, uh, this is so cheap, but I think that if you're putting on a tenner or if you're putting on 20 euro and you're only going to place two bets, John Round 32. I don't see how he doesn't win. That's it is a cheap way out, but he's just been so good. Even if if he missed the cut last week at Aberdeen, I'd be a bit like, oh, maybe maybe the end of the road has come from. But to me, he's just been so good. T six last week, just poor went a little bit cold on Sunday. I think he's my pick to win. And um, if you're looking for the two outsiders. God, you, you put a lot of pressure on me with a 400 to 1. <laughs> I, would, I would think it's going to be going to 1. But... Come on, Statman. You're the Statman. Come on. I pull it out of the fire here. Pull it out of the fire. <laughs> I know two people. Um, Stuart Sink, I think he's been... He's won the PGA Tour twice this week, or this year. He's won... Um, he's won the Open Championship in 2009. He broke everybody's hearts. Yeah, he broke everybody's hearts. Tom Watson, my all-time favourite golfer. Stuart Hart exactly. Stuart just like put it to bed didn't he playoff wasn't it and, uh, maybe, we, maybe we don't maybe we don't want to like them but if we put a player on 125 to 1 I'll have a lot of reasons 625 reasons to like him so. <laughs> if his son is caddying for him and they're still using decade yeah. golf 
that's that uh, methodology of like course management oh yeah absolutely worth. so i'm going to check out now on his instagram is his son caddy in front of him this week and then yeah definitely with the blunt. yeah then then yeah, I, I might stick uh, i might stick 250 each way on mr sink <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. Um, that's two euros fifty cent, by the way. That's that's not big money. <laughs> no, no, it's full two fifty on. <laughs> if we, I've read a lot this week about how undulating the fairways are, how many humps and bumps are in it. So people can hit a good tee shot. I think it's going down right down to the fairway. And I was talking, I actually messaged Jeff Smith, a coach of Victor Robin, and he said it's just crazy. You hit down the middle of the fairway, you walk up, you think you're good, and then you want to do the top so. Maybe that makes for an outlier to win this week. Stuart Sink's numbers have been seventy eighth in Portland and twentieth in Green. Uh, the other person I really like is Mr. Bland. Um, the Blandy the didn't win yeah. for like a, a million starts and then has like a roller coaster as in like well more the top of the roller coaster year since since breaking through and he's like he was leading was it the US Open he was leading? Probably two days? Yeah. Yeah. And all the Americans were like, who is this guy? <laughs> I know. I think um, he's been insane. He's been really, really good. He's been in his home country. Um, the second, like, leader after 36 hole at the, at the US Open. He is, a, he is just a really good chance this week. He's been, I think, tied fourth at the Irish Open. And... I had another top 10 finish last week at the Aberdeen Open, so... He's trending up, he's trending up. Look, thanks for your time. Before we go, because uh, we don't want you to be late for your for a work call, um, <laughs> thank you for your time. What is your walk-on song, the, at the Plug Liar, otherwise known as Mark Fox? What's your walk-on song, buddy? Oh, God. Uh, maybe, I don't know. Oh, God, you put me on the... Don't say I of the tiger. Don't say I of the tiger. <sighs> Go no, man, go man, go man. All right. I have to do it, I have to do it. Just a walk on for short, it's short sink. Short sink, we'll and give it Mark to. Fox, that's <laughs> the plug lines. Uh, walk on time, buddy. Thanks for your time. And uh, we must tee it up soon in a, both of our, one of our favourite places, Mount Judah, maybe. So it's only like an hour away. So we'll sort it out. All right. Enjoy your work call. I hope it's more enjoyable than this one. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, keep track of the, we'll keep track of your content now over the next four days, and we'll see. And we'll keep track of those bets. And maybe we'll put them on, and we'll take pictures of the bet slips. And we'll put the money that we win. Ah, maybe some of it, maybe all of it. Yeah. Maybe none of it. To, you're to charity. I'm giving mine to Charlie old. Gannon anyway. If I win anything, we're going to Charlie Gannon. <laughs> when you're putting full 250 euro once you're a state, really can play a house oh, or something yes. or go abroad. I might, as well, I might as well take the lighter out now <laughs> and burn <laughs> it in my pocket. <laughs> go on. Thanks for your time, buddy. Hi, thanks very much for the call. Slan. Well, I hope you got all that. Um, I hope there wasn't too much distraction when, when I was actually talking, given the, the busy environment I mean, There's people still having coffee down there and there. Um, but the crow, kindly, um, well, went away. Um, that's it from this week's episode. I hope you enjoy um, the tips. Um, give me some feedback on it as well. Did you enjoy that format? Should I be getting more people on? Should I get Mark on? Uh, for every major review like he knows his stuff like better than me um, get the experts in if you don't know how to do it delegate and um, that's what I've definitely learned um, in, the, in the last year or so delegate get good people around you um, okay we're ranting now we're, we're going off on a solar run on a tangent thank you all for listening please share the show check out pallytalksgolf.com sign up to the timesheet monthly giveaways on that little newsletter there and extra discount codes and offers and uh, we might be running a tournament in September um 
in County Kildare uh, for charity. Um, so let me know if you're interested in that or, or want to be involved or, or sponsor and all those other things. Get in touch. Uh, leave a review. Enjoy the open. Tom Lewis for the win. Um, I'm going all in on that. Not quite the mortgage, but, but some of it. Um, all right. Until we teed up again soon. I'm Paddy.